We come to this place for magic. We come to pop pull review, to laugh, to cry, to drink. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Pop Poor Review. We make movie podcasts better. Every day I come by your house and I pick you up. And we go out, we have a few drinks and a few laughs and it's great. You know what the best part of my day is? For about 10 seconds from when I pull up to the curb and when I get to your door. Because I think maybe I'll get up there and I'll knock on the door and you won't be there. No goodbye, no see you later, no nothing. I'm just left. I don't know much, but I know that. On this episode of Pop Horror Review, the movie podcast, we are traveling back to 1997 and talking about number 82 on the IMDb Top 250 list, Goodwill Hunting. If you're not familiar with the movie, let me give you a little summary. Will Hunting is a genius who's living a rough life in South Boston while being employed at a prestigious college. He's discovered by a professor who eventually tries to get Will to turn his life around. Thanks to the help of Sean McGuire, Will begins to realize that there is more to himself than he thinks there is. It's directed by Gus Van Sant. It is written by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, who also star in the film. The IMDb rating is 8.3. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 96 for critics, 94 for audiences. The box office domestically is $138.4 million, which is $271 million adjusted for inflation, and worldwide is $225.9 million, which translates to $417 million adjusted for inflation. Now, this movie did really get a lot of Oscar nominations back in the day. It was nominated for Best Picture. It was nominated for Best Director. It was nominated for Best Actor, being Matt Damon. It was nominated for Best Actress, being Minnie Driver. Robin Williams won Best Supporting Actor. Uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon won Best Original Screenplay. It was nominated for Best Editing. It was nominated for Best Original Song. And it was nominated for Best Original Score. Now that you're all caught up to speed, enjoy the episode. You've unlocked the door, and beyond that door is another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of movie information. You've now entered the Spoiler Zone. Hey guys, welcome to Pop Horror View the Movie Podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hello. And as you already know, we are talking about the movie Goodwill Hunting uh, while drinking... How do you like those apple... How do you... Oh, fuck, I, I ruined it. How do you like them apple teenies? It is apple and pear vodka. It is apple juice, sour apple liqueur, simple syrup, lime juice, and lemon juice. Damn, if I didn't ruin that, it would have been a great line. Um, now we have our drink, Jimmy. Please remind everyone uh, what the clues were for... <laughs> I don't know what I typed here. I know what the episode was. What was the last week's episode? What was the clues for today? I have episode de letras. That's somehow it got typed Episode de leches? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three episodes. Three episodes of chocolates? Milks. Milks? Your favorite. Milks. Ties it right back to Snatch. Okay. Milk. Uh, I think that was the original clue. That's where we started the clues, I think. Did we start? No, we started it. No, we started it with Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. It was just funny. You're right. Yeah, That's you, the most that was notable the, one. That was your first one where you were like, air. Like, that was the <laughs> clue. <laughs> okay, so it was written by a famous duo. Boston and apples. Now, remember how I questioned you if it was actually a uh, Boston? 
Did I, t- did I tell you why I thought that? No. Or did I just tell Kelly? What? No, you did. Remember, he thought it was like taking place on a farm. Because I, oh, yes. <laughs> I the cover. Literally, since we picked this episode, which was two weeks ago. Apparently, during Matt's, you know, college career as a film student, he has seen no films. No, I don't know. I never. Noteworthy. I, I literally, because of, I literally saw the poster, which I never must have looked at it that deep. It looks like a farm behind them. So I was like, oh, and I heard hunting. I didn't realize that was his name. And that's the, like, his name is Will Hunting. So I was like, oh, it's like. That's a weird name, first of all. I don't like that name. So I was like, I'm just oh. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon know. I do not like that name. I think it was Even a combination they, they of things. They won an Oscar for. I know. I just, uh, Will Hunting. Like, hunting does not sound a word, like like a last name. It, yeah. So so I'm like, okay, well, this that's not why. I, I just, I heard hunting. So I was like, oh, okay, like, they're hunting. It's about, I don't know, it's about, I don't know, life. Who knows? And then I saw the farm thing, which. I mean, if you look at the poster really quickly, you don't see a school behind there. You see a you see a farm. You see you see um what's the foliage? So is what's the one where they stand on the desks? No, oh, that's um. Yeah, it's Robin <laughs> Williams. Another Robin Williams. Oh uh, my god! Uh, Dead Poets Dead Society. Society. <laughs> it's not about dead poets, actually. Well, okay, so so okay. Now we're going a little too far here. I know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think you do. I know it's about Dead Poets Society, but I know it's not Dead Dead Poets. I know it's about like, you school. Never seen a dead Poets Society. No. It's okay. It's a little overrated. I'm sorry. I feel like Matt has missed all. Like <laughs> I'm every, telling you. No, he hasn't watched any major movie from the '90s. He's like your roommate that will go unnamed from college that was a film student but thought you got served. Was like the greatest, was the greatest thing movie ever. of all Who, time. Say, I can cut it out. She literally, like, she was, she went, she was in Jimmy's classes with him. Yeah. And she, she had legitimately, person. like, the worst taste in all film and television. And, like, I'm not just like, I, I feel bad saying it, but it's like, the worst fucking taste she was just like you know what the greatest movie ever is and i was like what she's like you got served and i was like oh yeah i like that movie but she's like no it's like really good and i was like it's not like that she once told me to pan left so i pants like she was directing and i panned left and she goes and and the the uh, upper third the uh the little box was over the anchor's head and she goes he didn't do what i told him to and i go i'm like mike and i go Yes, I did. You told me to pan left. What did she, she want you to do? She wanted me to pan right. Oh. And she goes, that's not what I said. And I'm like, that is what you said. And then the person next to me who I was friends with, she goes, she just looks at me and she goes, like, it mouths, you're right. So well, she, also she thought doesn't know so, what she's she doing. She also thought soap operas hey, were yeah. like the greatest creative so, things wait. to ever be made. Really? Soap she, operas, though, they're, they're that's a good job. That's a like legit. I'm not saying about job. the job. She thinks the actual shows themselves are like the People greatest creative it. things ever. I don't care for them. I think they're very technical, and I appreciate. I, I can though. To I can be honest, I mean, like how fast the shows, shows we watch now are like probably soap operas, like Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin, yeah, but any we, Housewives but we, show. We literally say they're trash. <laughs> like we're not. We're watching there. it for fun, though. We're like, literally not out there defending it. Like she, like legit, like me and her got in a fight because I was making fun of someone who fell she, into a elevator shaft. Is that when she uh, you, she sat on the remote so you couldn't change the channel? Yeah, and I was like, I was like, what happened? She was like, the twin fell down the elevator shaft, and now they're running out of oxygen, and they're about to die. So this is con- a soap opera. Yeah, oh. and they're confessing their love to each other, and I'm like. How the fuck did they fall down the elevator shaft? Like, I don't get it. You had a weird first year. Yeah, I did. And she was just like, she like literally got 
pissed at me. So like, does she did she just like watch soap operas? And I was, was just, that her thing to like? Was that like her? What that's all she, she watched? She literally would just watch soap operas. I mean, I'll give it to her. She liked like One Tree Hill. She did like Charmed, Buffy. I like all that stuff too. I love that teenage trash. Except Buffy. Buffy is more than teenage Buffy's trash. Buffy's not teenage trash. He, the Buffy is not teenage trash. But I loved all the rest of it. But like legit, she like got so mad at me. And I was just like, I was just like, it's just funny, like with all the twins and stuff like that. She's like, this is like serious creative writing. And I was like, the soap opera? Yeah. She would hide the remote so literally no one could change the channel. Now, was she a film major or was she yeah. just like a communication? No. Those are two different no. things. Oh, okay. She was TV film. As Kelly said, Buffy is the only show to actually pull off musical episodes besides Scrubs. <sighs> Scrubs is musical. So I'm, I'm just saying that Buffy. Like, Buffy you, is not I'm, teenage trash. If you can do that. Wait, Jimmy, you're not gonna say Community pulled off a musical episode? That wasn't a full musical episode, to my to my knowledge. Like it, it's a musical Was episode, that, oh. but it's not a full like musical episode. But they did it great. Like they were more making fun of Glee during that episode. But isn't that technically wow. a musical episode, though? I guess. I guess what Jimmy's saying is that like the Buffy musical episode. I've never seen the Scrubs musical episode. Oh, I've never seen. I've never watched Scrubs, and I've never w- seen the clip of the musical episode episode for scrubs but i'm gonna assume it's on the same lines as buffy where it's like literally filmed and acted as a musical no oh, yeah with the background score and everything yes it's and, just and it progressed the actual characters it wasn't like a one-off musical episode it wasn't like glee where like, they just like randomly a, like fucking a huge sing. thing f- comes out at the end of that episode yeah i know kelly we should do a buffy rewatch podcast you guys do you really- know how much i would fucking love that you guys really should actually i mean that's and that's like not a no, thing but you know what the thing is is that you should watch it with us you can be the the virgin i'll just like watch it periodically with you guys Buffy is like one of the greatest television shows, and it's like crime that you will not watch it. It's not. I don't. I'm not saying I would never watch it. I just, I don't have like a desire to be like, oh, I need to watch it like right now. I'll watch it because it's beautiful. I was, I was debating saying this again so you guys can ridicule me about never seeing Good Will Hunting, but I was like, I feel like it would start a conversation, and it did. Um, about Buffy though, well, yeah. and how you have missed out on culture. Why do you think I want to do the IMDb thing? Because I want to watch more movies. I, for some reason, I don't know why. I, I like turn it on, and then I'm like. You know what would be great? Watching Friends or The Office for a millionth <laughs> the time again. Time. I like, think we all do that. I, like, I've been re-watching Modern Family, and I, was like, and I was like, I have all these television shows I keep saying I need to watch, but I, I keep turning on Modern Family And I don't, right I don't know why. I think it's just because, like, I, kn- I like, know I'm going to have something else. I'm going to be, like, focusing on something else. So I'm like, I want to focus on these movies because they're good movies. So I don't know. I also don't have the brain power. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to think about and pay attention. But I kind of just want it on the background. That's sort of what I feel like it's <laughs> become. I just want background. I need background. Like, when I need to eat, I just need background noise. And I need to watch something. Yeah. No, when I eat, I like to watch something new. Oh, see, like, I need, I'm weird. I need to, like... I need to like know it's like comfort. I just need to know what's happening. That's I'm like, when oh, I go to cool. sleep. I need like a show I've seen a million. It's times. becoming my whole life recently. It's just I just need something comforting. I watch comforting. I watch everything new that I have to do before I go to sleep because when I'm eating, I can't watch something new because then I get annoyed if I miss something. I'm like, oh my god, now I was like, I was looking down to look at where to bite my sandwich, and now I can't. Yeah, but don't you ever yeah. like have it where you like fall asleep and you like rewatch it like four times, like something I'll, new? I'll, like if you're watching something, I'll turn it off. If I notice I'm starting to fall asleep, I'll I turn, still turn it, off. it off. I turn it off. Oh, I was gonna say because I just fall asleep, so I was I'm like, like, I was watching. I'm I'm watching a Korean drama and I fell asleep and I was like, I just missed 15 minutes and subtitles. I cannot keep watching this, and I turn it off. And then foreign films are the only move, uh, shows I can't watch are things I can't watch while I'm eating. Um. Okay, but back to Google Hunting. We're gonna start. <laughs> 
some back to Goodwill Hunting after we just talked about TV for like twenty minutes. Back to the movies. Back to the <laughs> cinema. We're gonna talk. We're gonna do some shotgun facts. Don't know why that shocked me. <laughs> um. Okay, so I tried to keep Harvey Weinstein out of the shotgun facts as much as possible, but... It's kind of hard. Yes, I, Harvey Weinstein did produce this movie, and I did read the, some of the, the, the trivia, and there is a good Harvey Weinstein trivia in this. I think I might have it. Mm-hmm. Is it about the script? Page 60. Page 60. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's why I was like, oh. you can't like not include it. And you can't like cut it's, him out. It can't be like, oh, a producer said this. So because it's like, like, honestly, it is like a fascinating story. This isn't us supporting Harvey Weinstein. Just the story happens yeah. to involve him, but it's an interesting story. He's all, he's in there twice because the other one's very Harvey Weinstein-y, but it was part of what I was talking about. So number one is what we were just talking about. Matt no, hold Dave. on. It's about casting. Yeah. Um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck found a clever way to choose the right studio for their scripts. They wrote a completely out-of-nowhere sex scene between Will and Chucky. They took it to every major studio, and no one even mentioned the scene. When they met with Harvey Weinstein at Miramax, he said, I only have one really big note on the script about page 60. The two leads, both straight men, have a sex scene. What the hell is that? Damon and Affleck explained that they put that in specifically. They put that scene specifically in the script to show them who actually read the script and who didn't, as Weinstein was the only person who brought it up. Miramax was the studio chosen to produce the film. That's very smart. You know what, though? It is. Let him have a sex scene in pages in the, about half about an hour into the movie. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so random. He's like, but one, one thing. Why? But we're keeping it in there. They so. have that, they, they're at like Imagine a, they had to shoot that scene because he's like, no, no, we're keeping that in there. Imagine. No, he they just would have said no. And like that's smart for them because this was their like first. They were like... They were little, just in a few things were, here and little, there. They were little babies at, that, I know. at this point. I have to say, though, really quick side note, this whole movie, I know it's, what, like tw- tw- a little less than 20 years? I think it's more than 20 years. Is it more than 20 years? Yeah, it's more than 20 years. Okay, so like 97. Okay. Like 97? Yeah, so however long it was, they all look like their faces are just on younger bodies. Like Mini Driver, <laughs> Ben Affleck. And Matt Damon, especially Matt no, Damon. I looks, no, Matt I think Matt Damon's Damon looks the, the youngest. Really, looks the everyone else looks the same, and Matt Damon is the only one that I can be like, he's a baby. Oh, I don't know why. I just was like, what? He still has like the same exact like. It's not like he. I mean, yes, he aged, but like, it's some people just they look completely. Different. I think he filled out more. Yeah, yeah. Well, he probably like he wasn't in as in like he was younger, so he's probably in shape and stuff like that. They weren't that young. No, no, not even like that. Like Ben Affleck filled out because he got older. Yeah, Matt Damon, I feel like filled out because he like, like was like, in the gym. That's Matt Damon isn't that buff. Yeah, I don't. Th- I would. He's those, maybe he's I'm thinking of just like whenever I see him on a red carpet for like a board movie. Well, yeah, well, then yeah. because that's he's different. just getting. He's one of those of actors the, who like, and I guess you can say that. Well, can you say the same for Ben Affleck, who like gets really in shape and then like also like gets like really fat for a role well yeah. uh, ben affleck also had some hard times so we'll just i oh can i tell you how many times i forget he has that giant dragon tattoo on his back and i'm like that's not real i'm like oh i forget but, it but is. they did have <laughs> the ben affleck signature in this movie they only drink dunkin donuts is that a signature really oh, no, i'm sorry they drink pete's coffee when they're at harvard yeah but when they're in like the south south side of boston it's yeah. dunkin donuts it's dunkin donuts is that a, is that like if his trademark. Have you never seen Ben Affleck in like in like TMZ photos? He's always I never you never that. saw him trying to carry like seventeen coffees of I've Dunkin' seen Donuts. I've seen that. Trying to open the door. I've seen and the he coffee. Looks horrified. I, 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 that I, is my favorite picture of all time. I've he just went to date d- d- Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> with J Lo and they got a donut and coffee. Oh, I did see that. Yes. No, I for some reason I always see him with the coffee. 
but I never realized it's Dunkin' Donuts. But I know exactly. He's always just like, or like, because it's a it's a Boston thing. So know, they like they always have Dunkin'. I think my favorite is him trying to hold coffee with a mask that was like above oh, his it, nose because like- he wanted to smoke a cigarette. That's my favorite paparazzi <laughs> photo. But um, that was during his dark times. We don't talk about those times. It was not during Ana de Armas times. I think it was right before. I think it was during his Justice League Joss Whedon time. I think. Why are you wearing a mask though? Yeah, Jimmy. I don't think. When did they start dating? They were during they, COVID because they filmed. During the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, they filmed that. That was when he was walking dogs every single paparazzi yeah. oh, okay. picture. <laughs> I feel like that was his like low. He's only he's risen since Ana de Armas. Like I feel like ever since J Lo, he's just. I'm he had so to come full circle. Them. I'm so happy for them. He got his groove back. Yeah. Jennifer Gardner and Ben Affleck, they're on good terms though, right? I love Jennifer. I think ever since yeah. they got divorced, they've like, been on like, better. They're, 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 they're good co-parents. Actually, I think since J-Lo. They hang out all the time. Not hang out, but they like actively do stuff together. I'm so happy for Ben Affleck. Because I really like But also Apple. during his dark times. <laughs> this is the most random thing Wait, ever. but during can his. Can we please make that just like, can you make that a sound bite? Like, I'm so happy for Ben Affleck. Can you make that sound bite? Send it to me. And every time you call me, that's what it's going to be. I'm so happy I'm for so Ben Affleck. I'm so happy for him. But he also, during his dark times, had great movies come out. Like The Town. Isn't that his Gone dark Girl. time? Gone Girl, The Town, Argo. Were all that his dark times? No. Still? No. It was, was Justice he not? League. It was just during but the Justice League. But wasn't he divorced, League. though, for like The Town and all that? Wait, I or think, is no. he, I think he when he got Justice cast, League. He got when divorced he got right there? cast as Batman was when his life went to After shit. Batman versus Superman came out and they started Justice League, that's when he got divorced. Oh. Because everyone okay. was, I think, they making fun of him for the movie, but I like him. I liked as him. A I liked him, yeah. I think he was a great Batman. Are we talking about him as Batman now? I think Bat. I think Ben Affleck is a great Batman. I no, actually I agree. think he's actually one of the greatest ones. He actually might be my second favorite. I agree. I think he's great. That's why I was like, when they ever when they keep bringing him back down, I'm like, okay, I I'm root fine with it. So much for Ben Affleck, and I'm also low key like, okay, like he can come back as Batman full time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he will. Let's see. I feel um, like he's more open to it now. It's probably because of J Lo. J changing his life. Um, Even though I feel bad for Jennifer Garner, but she is in a relationship. I just feel bad. You know, what? I think it's one of those things where I think. They needed to get divorced because like, or they both would have been miserable. Like, it's like you either both well, are happy the, separate or miserable together. They've said that. And it just makes me feel bad because I'm just like, oh, she was the one right before you. <laughs> we all need a J-Lo um, in our life. Number two to Shotgun Facts. Um, there almost were many different directors who directed this film. Andrew Scheinman, Michael Mann, Ben Stiller, Jan Servak, Michael Winter- Winterbottom, Kevin Smith, Mel Gibson, uh, they were all considered before Gus Van Sant. Uh, Who was the last one? Mel Gibson. Oh. Uh, was chosen to, before Gus Van Sant was chosen to direct. Uh, number three kind can of I, ta- Can I just tell you, yeah. I, you said Mel Gibson. I It went into my head, but I was still caught on the fact being like the one before that. I was like, which I now I don't remember. Kevin like, Smith? Kevin Smith. I'm like, he would have been a good director. He produced it. He did. Yeah. Well, I'm about to mention him too in the third one because like, there was a lot of other things that almost were with this Kevin movie. Smith's box office? No. Oh. Um, it was just about like how he pretty much got the movie to Miramax. Yeah. Okay. But like, um, yeah. So a lot of other things almost happened with this movie and made it the what almost made it the movie it was. It almost didn't make it the movie it was. Uh, Gus Van Sant wanted a rewrite in the script, so Chucky is killed in a construction accident. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were like, uh, no, but they wrote it. And then Gus Van Sant was like, yeah, you're right. We don't need this. I'm like, that would have been so random. No, because you need him to go to the, the spoiler alert. 
You need him to go to the door at the end and yeah. have him not be there. Oh, my God. When he said that, I was like, I swear to God, if the ending is not Matt Damon, I mean, not Ben Affleck smiling that he's not there, I will riot. Like, I was like, they need to have that And fulfilled. I was so happy for Casey Affleck because then he got to sit in the front seat. He was, yeah. I'm not, can I tell you, I was like, he's always in the back seat. I would have been so carsick. If I had to sit in the back seat every time I was in the car with them. Especially when he had to eat the double burger. With them specifically? <laughs> with the four made up characters. You know, what, you know what, like, I, what I just like went through my head right now when you said that? I was like, Jimmy really related to this movie for like the most <laughs> unnecessary things. Like It's like, forget, forget the intense like therapy sessions and, you know, psychological breakthroughs. It's like. Fuck! I would have gotten sick. <laughs> I would have got. I would have lived great like, in South Boston. Always, I don't. Think I don't so. think so, Jimmy. I don't think. So. I don't I think, think you, so. I, I I would be very worried for you. In yeah, South I was Boston. like, I don't think you had Duncan. That's the only thing you have in common with South Boston. Like, um, and then like, the Jimmy, other, you would tell someone to shut the fuck up, and you get the shit yeah. beat out of you, like at the basketball court. <laughs> uh, another thing is an earlier draft of the script had Will being recruited by the government to become a cryptanalyst uh, because of his gift. Rob Reiner reportedly read the script and advised Matt Damon and Ben Affleck to eliminate this subplot. However, there is still a reference to it in the final script where Will meets with the NSA agents and explains why he doesn't want to work for them. I feel like that also would have been misplayed. I feel like all the right moves. All it, the really right moves. Was, it really was like completely unnecessary for yeah, that. Yeah, like I feel like they needed more of the... I think when I read, like they were like, no, more focus more on the family and focus more on like Southside. I'm like, that's where like it shined. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is Harvey Weinstein did not want Minnie Driver at all for the role of Skylar because he thought she was not cute enough for the part. But Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Gus Van Sant uh, fought for her to get the role. And he was like, okay, fine. That was the other Harvey and Weinstein And she got thing. the nomination. And she got the nomination. Uh, her uh, only nomination. Yeah. I was, okay, I was telling Kelly this before we started recording. Did you think Ben Affleck deserved a nomination? Was he nominated? No. He was like one of, he was. No, I don't think so. I thought the scene of the construction site was so good. I think that his nomination was the writing. I don't think it was the acting. I think Robin Williams. I think Winnie Driver. Matt Damon get nominated. Mm. I think like those are the. I said the same exact things. See, I thought Ben Affleck. <laughs> you know why? Because for some reason, I think Invictus is his first nomination, like acting wise, but it's not. See, I thought Ben Affleck was better than Winnie Driver. I thought Winnie Driver was great. But no, I thought Ben Affleck was I'm better. I'm sorry. The scene in the room when she's like, tell me you love me. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I get it. I think she should be nominated. But I also think the scene at the construction site for me when Ben Affleck was the scene he should be nominated for. I think it was good. I think the writing was good. But like, it's just kind of like you could put. I didn't think his acting was like anything like out of like. It wasn't. He didn't do anything mind blowing. Like uh, I you, you could have put like anyone in his role to like say the lines because the lines were so good but like you don't think the same for mini driver technically i mean the part you know what the thing is is that with mini driver the it i think it also attributes to the fact that mini driver and matt damon had an actual relationship on the set so her acting came across a lot more like genuine because you know they they were actually dating so it's kind of like i think that a lot of people saw like how good their chemistry was because in my mind i forgot like in the back of my mind i was like did they date in real life because their chemistry is like really good right now and i had to google it because i was just like matt damon or ben affleck ben Ben affleck and mini driver no 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 matt damon and mini driver that's what i'm sorry matt damon and mini driver were dating so because their chemistry was coming through so well. Like they were See, dating during production. I thought that too, because like the scene when they're at that like sandwich cart. Yeah. That's the scene I was like, mm, 
there's something going on between these two off that's camera. what i was like i was like i think she dated one of them but i couldn't remember which so i had to like google it because i was just like their chemistry is very very good have matt damon and ben affleck done other, other movies together i thought you could say how they dated i was like the oh. last duel like written <laughs> or written the last or, duel. you still have, you bought it i know because it was ten dollars wait read it written it's, it's or streaming. started i know you, you bought wait, it you never you've I've never, never seen it and i know jody's in it i know jody's in it Wait, written Jimmy, together or started together? together? They're about to star in another one. It's like Ben Affleck's directing and they wrote it and they're starring together. Is Jodie Comer in it? No. Okay. Have you not seen The Last Duel? I know. I need to see it. I didn't realize The Last Duel was the most, after this, the most recent one they wrote together. They've gone off and done their own things, but I was like, I was kind of shocked they haven't written together more. Like, because they both have written, but not together, which I thought was interesting. But yeah, it's about a Nike movie i think i think i read it's like coming out this sh- is it, it better be called just do it and if it's not i'm gonna be very upset but jimmy it's ben affleck you love ben affleck no i'm happy for him so you won't support him in his movies if he but you name like it? Mo- a lot of ben affleck movies I you do. like oh. loved the town i love and gone girl i gone girl and the town i bought you that for christmas one year i love ben affleck and i love ben affleck movies gone i think girl. he's a great director he's great in gone girl I think he's a great actor, great director, and a great writer. So I was like, damn. And I like Matt Damon, too. Like, I'm trying to realize that if they're in it or one of them's in it, I usually like the film. Like, 4V Ferrari, great. Yeah, I like Matt Damon films. Even though, like... Informant, great. This is so... Oh, I like the movie. Um, My favorite Matt Damon movie, so random, is The Martian. I fucking uh, love The Martian so much. That's a movie that whenever it's on, I can just rewatch it because I just love it. That's a good movie. Like, it's just so enjoyable. The Last Duel? I I know people didn't, I know people were kind of mixed about it. I I like The Last Duel. I I mean, you all know what my favorite Ben Affleck movie is. Is it Oh, Gone Girl. It's Gone Gone Girl. Girl. Okay, and? But. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) You know what the thing is? Every time I think of Gone Girl, I think of Rosamund Pike first. So I'm always like the town. I, I think my favorite Matt Damon movie is either. Oh, I do love that movie. Okay, why don't you say them? Um, okay, say them and then we'll we'll see. Okay, this is like old Matt Damon movie. Matt Damon. Um, oh my god, Jimmy, get to you're reading it. Jimmy. I you keep, it you keep you keep scrolling. <laughs> uh, Saving Private Ryan. Okay, fair enough. I do like uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. Okay, I that was good. And that doesn't sound like you love it Amy. though. Oh, Departed for Matt Damon. I love the Departed. The Departed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like Chasing Amy. That script was perfect. Both of them are in it. I never they seen. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That 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 isn't because I was like I just read through all the facts and I was like I know there's another one that was somewhat. And that's close. Kevin Smith. Yeah. But I think that is that the next one I was good. Oh, oh no, that wasn't the next one I was good to do. But I also like the Bourne movies with Matt Damon. But another thing that almost happened is that what Robin Williams was not in the movie. He they actually originally had the the role of Sean in mind for Morgan Freeman or Robert De Niro. I can see it. Uh, and they actually they they were so set on those people they were like re, like imitating their voices while reviewing the dialogue for the script. Uh, when the I project mean, Robin Williams was genius. oh he's amazing in it. Uh, when the project was at Rob Reiner's Castle Rock. Entertainment, the production company kept tr- talking about casting uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt instead of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Uh, when the production company didn't know what to do with it anymore because they couldn't figure out no one can, no one was buying it, uh, Ben Affleck showed the script to Kevin Smith, which led Smith to becoming a producer and then giving the script to Miramax. That was it for that one. Number four, after Matt Damon and Ben Affleck sold their script to Castle Rock Entertainment, it was print- printed in the Daily Variety that they were going to get a $600,000 for it. 
by using a copy of this uh, article, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon had was able to rent a house for $3,000 a month by showing them this saying, we're getting the money, because they had no credit. Oh. They're really rags to riches, these guys. I mean, I mean, like, That's can really we do that? Can I, like, write, like... Rent a house for that much? Can I do They were probably like, we just got $600,000. We're renting a house! <laughs> can I do something in, like, a no- local newspaper saying I'm getting paid, like, $7 million or something? But, like, it's just, like... Yeah, but a local newspaper and Variety. Two different things. I feel like Variety is very... I mean, I can do Fox News. That's all fake, too, so... Okay, well... Then do that and get a buy house with it. Buy, rent a $3,000 a month house. And then finally, which I never read until, I never knew until I read this. There was a long time rumor that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon did not actually write Goodwill Hunting, but William Goldman did. Uh, but in 2003, he denied the rumor. I never, did you know that? I never knew that was like even a rumor. Who's William Goldman? He wrote Misery. He wrote, um, but I never knew that was a rumor. He like did, but, but Sundance Kid, I can't for some but reason. Cassidy but Thank you. I couldn't say the full thing. Uh, he did. Princess Bride, he did all those movies, and I was like, I never heard that rumor. Oh. That's my shotgun facts. And we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is B from Arbitrary Advice. Your one-stop shop for advice, arbitrary and otherwise. We talk about anything and everything, from serious issues to internet challenges and life hacks. Have a question or topic you want covered? I'm available through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. My mission is to help people through their challenges, no matter the size. New episodes every Sunday and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Look at us, we're back. And we're talking about goodwill hunting. Um, I mean, I would say that we enjoy it all, but we've already said we have unless no, to me i mean i'm saying well based on what we're talking about yes, in our like private conversations we have said we no, enjoyed we've it. been saying like everyone's so good in this movie oh. you love ben affleck you know like i people can put the pieces together okay we yeah, have smart listeners it. i will then we'll say it jimmy really, you and i really want to make it into a sound by like anytime jimmy says something it's just like i'm so happy for ben affleck I'm so, happy. <laughs> so it's just the measure of how happy you are for ben affleck jimmy's like i had a sandwich today but i'm so happy for ben affleck i was not aware <laughs> of jimmy's of your preclusion to Ben Affleck. Jimmy, let me ask you this. Was the was the love for Ben Affleck before or after Gone Girl? Did it really form before or after Gone Girl? Did you like Daredevil? Yeah. I do like Dogma. Oh, yeah. Dogma is really good. Did you like... That's the, another movie they were both in Tim together. Smith! Did you like the Justice League? Not really, but I did like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay, I was just curious what your response to that was. I I was th- I thought you were maybe gonna be like I liked Ben Affleck, nothing else. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. Back to Google. I like Jersey Girl. I like Jersey Girl too. You have no idea what Jersey Girl. No, is. I know what it is. I just don't. I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> Liv Tyler. Oh my God. George Carlin. That oh, actually, wait. I think I might have Kevin heart- Smith. It's the last time J-Lo and Ben Affleck were together. She dies, though, in that movie. She wasn't supposed to, but they broke up. So. Oh, is that really? <laughs> I no, think like, I've actually she, seen parts of it now. That she legit that. was supposed to be the, the lead female, but they broke up, so then they had to kill her off, and then Liv Tyler came in. Oh, did they break up during production? or So they did, like, do like a whole rewrite situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Secrets of Hollywood. Um, Secrets of Ben Affleck movies. Guys, let's we're, guys, we're changing it. It's such a, a big thing. Imagine if we did make a podcast of just Ben Affleck movies. I feel like we would like hit like a, a big stride. We're pivoting again. It's now called Pop Poor Affleck. 
I will say this movie, when I was watching it, I was like, I don't know what I like about this movie, but I really, I love it. Like, I, I was, I was entranced. In that is the right Okay, word. thank you. I was like, did I say that wrong? I was entranced by it. I literally was like, wow. I Because we, so you were watching it with Angie, and she was like, and then we heard from Jenny that she thought it was so boring, she walked out, and I was like, oh, I hope it's not a slow movie. And I was like, now that I know it's about school, so, because I was like, a hunting movie, <laughs> so, so action-packed. Um, Did you think this was like the, um, I can't think of the name, but what's that movie? I don't know. With A Beautiful Mind? No. Well, that's no. the one he also kept getting confused with too. About the Southern Hicks and the River. I think Martin Sheen's in it. I don't know. <laughs> You're doing that, but like I can only think of for some reason Jurassic Park. I don't know why. I've never heard a movie where it's... Da -da -da -da. Oh, I've heard that, but I've never been like on the river with Martin Sheen. When you keep doing that, it sounds like the Nokia ringtone from Jurassic, okay. <laughs> Jurassic Park 3. That's why I'm like, I cannot... Meryl Streep, I think, was in it. <sighs> I don't okay, know. I've so never seen it. what is it? I'm finding out. It wasn't... The one, well, are you getting confused? I know there's a movie with on the water with Meryl Streep and Robert De Niro on like a houseboat. The Deer Hunter. Are no. they... Are they on the no. river? Martin Sheen's not in the yeah, Deer Hunter. Yeah, I was going to say, Martin Sheen's not in the Deer Hunter. That's Robert De Niro. Wrong movie I had, but right person. Yeah, why did, are we talking did, about how that? How did we get to this? Oh, because you did you say I got confused with the Deer Hunter with this movie? Yeah, it was about hunting. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is that one actually about hunting? People, I think. Whoa, plot twist. Um, I like, I've never seen it, so... <laughs> But what I was gonna say is like I was, and then I was read. I was like, I love this movie. I can't think of why, because it's like if you think about the story, the writing's amazing, but the story itself, it's like it's been done before. So it's like, but then I was reading. Everyone's like, they took the story and literally wrote the perfect words for it. And I was like, that's why. I was like, there's little things you can pinpoint. And I was like, it's not the story because my god, like, oh, it's the guy who you know he finds himself whatever. But I was like, it was written so well. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And the acting is amazing. I love Matt Damon. I was telling Kelly this, Jimmy. I thought Matt Damon was the slightest better even than Robert Williams. Robin Williams. And I thought Robin Williams was incredible in this movie. I thought he was... I, I was... No, his crying scene at the end, I was not buying it. No? No. The it's not your fault? Mm-hmm. I wasn't buying it. I was like, Matt Damon, you you can do better. Jimmy, it's not your fault. It's not his fault. I wasn't... I wasn't it's not his it. fault. He was a youngling. It's not his fault. So you cry on command and see what happens. <laughs> Let's see if you get an Oscar nomination for it. For crying in my room? Yeah. Here's the audition. Let's go for it right now. I'm not in my room, though. I, I can't. <laughs> oh, you have to set the scene? <laughs> I can't. The scene. Well, that's, then you can't be an actor because you can't imagine that. <laughs> but I mean, like, what did what did you guys like about this movie? I the mean, acting, really? The dialogue. The, the writing. The directing. So, so everything. Was there anything that you would, that you did not care for? Stellan Skarsgård. Really? Yeah, he annoyed me. Wasn't he supposed to he's kind of annoy He's a little bit of an you? asshole. But now, but wouldn't you like that then? Because like that was how he's portraying it. So like he did his job. Or you don't like his acting either. I just thought he was bland. Okay. Anyone could have played him. Well, I mean, yeah, I can see that. I thought I, it wasn't so much. I was like, it's oh, like God. He was just like, he was just there to further the story. Like he really served no other purpose. <clears throat> he was the Benicio del Toro. 
of usual suspects. Of usual suspects in this movie. I didn't even realize he was in this movie. When I we watched the trailer that one time, I was like, oh, wow. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I guess, like, even though it is a key part of the story, I guess because I wanted to see more interactions between Matt Damon and Robin Williams, I was just like, I didn't care too much for the romance part. Even though it is very key, I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. not key. It's just because I wanted to see more interactions the two, between the two of them. When the two of them are on screen, like, I couldn't, like, close, I, I didn't want to look away. That They were so good together, and I was like, I, I, I was I, I don't know why I feel like was this his first nomination Robert Robin Williams no and was this his more was this his like wait hold on did I he was he doing like drama before like was this like yeah a very, he did drama okay before. I just wanted to, I didn't know if this was like a shock to everyone like one I of those think people Dead Poets Society came out before this didn't it because Ethan Hawke was like a fucking baby in that movie yeah and this was ninety yeah, seven that was that was nineteen ninety and they did the Fisher King in nineteen okay because I wasn't sure if this was one of the he was one of those actors that and like he was also nominated for Good Morning Vietnam which I think is like a dramedy before or after this that was his first nomination oh that was his first nomination I I heard that's incredible and they always use that clip in like film montages mm-hmm. that's all Matt Washers just film on top montages to get his film history now well it's because they pl- replay it it's a Disney no thing. It's, it's on a great Disney. movie ride the great movie ride they, they play always, that at the end yeah that was always the clip. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was oh. like, I was like, I know it's a Disney thing. I just cannot put my finger on it right now. I always get so upset when I think that when I remember Robin Williams is dead. I'm I'm always so upset about that. They're gonna talk about that the great movie right no longer exists. And I was gonna be like, I mean, hey, yes, man. but I'm more <laughs> upset that Robin Williams died. That I was like, uh, I remember where I was at where I was. I was like, damn, I'm upset. I was on a car. I was at Coney Island driving. I think the one that I will never forget is Chadwick Boseman. <sighs> that was such a <laughs> that that was a very whirlwind. That was, but it was like one of those things where it was like so random that you're like, wait, like, yeah. is this like one of those fake things that you're hearing? No about? one in your car would answer the goddamn <laughs> phone. I Guys, don't, I don't no. know if we explained that. Did we explain that story in, when we did our New Mutants episode? Possibly, maybe. I think we did. Okay, well, if we didn't. I'm sorry that you had to go listen back to it when, when we're just leading you on to get views. Um, but go listen to our New Mutants episode because I'm pretty sure we explained it because we went to go see that movie. It was then... a very poignant event. Because <laughs> uh, I also remember where I was when Amy Winehouse died. I that remember I where remember. I was when Michael Jackson passed away. But back to Good Will Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so much pop culture is I know. coming out of this. I know. And who would have known? Who would have thought Good Will Hunting would bring all this pop culture out of us? Because of Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, good for him. Good for We're him. We're really proud of We're him. We're so happy for him. Wait, but did you... Oh, you said the romance. I, f- I feel like I don't... I get what you guys said, but I don't think I would... There was, like, no negatives for me, really, except for this... The one little, like, little nitpicky thing I was, like... Well, during that fight scene, I was like, what's happening? Which fight scene? The first one where, like, it started playing, like, weird music, and it was oh, slow motion. Which fight scene? The, f- the basketball court. The basketball court. Oh, wow, wow. What other fight scene is there? I thought you went, like, the one with between him and Minnie Driver. I thought you stopped that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant, like, like um, No, I meant, like, the actual, like, when they're, like beating each other up in the basket. I'm like, the way they did this, I was like, what's happening? I was like... Because all of a sudden, it was like... And like they're playing like classical... I feel like they were playing like classical music. They were like... And I was like... And then they went to regular motion. I was like, this was not well done. I was like, this... I was like, I got to take Gus, it out. Gus Van Sant. Like, what are you doing there? He doesn't do action. Do you know he what I always, um, always ask? I know that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are from Boston. Mm-hmm. But because I've seen them do so many interviews and I don't know if it's just they purposely lost their Boston accent. When they do their Boston accent, I feel like it's so fake. But I'm just like, no, they are from Boston. Though. That's like Chris Evans. But anyway, back to, back to Go Will Hunting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> back to our slogan of the episode today. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to mention about Go Will Hunting? Anything that piqued your interest or took you out of the movie? No, it's like one of those movies where it's like, 
it's like I told Matt before, I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm going to have much to say about Goodwill Hunting because it's like, it's a movie. It's like one of those movies for me where it's like, there's nothing bad that I can say about it. But there's like, besides like the writing and the dialogue and everything, there's nothing else that I can really say is like, like blew my mind. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't you know, know. It's, not like, it's not like Avatar where it's like, holy shit, the visuals. And, but it's like, it's like, but it's like, I it's a good movie. Why do I feel like, okay, so before Jimmy, you came up here, before we started the podcast, we were looking, because we were like, I'm, I'm shocked Matt Damon didn't win the Oscar. Because I was like, he was amazing. So we were looking at who uh, was nominated that year. Jack Nicholson won for As Good As It Gets. Did you see that movie? I have. Do you like that movie? Yes. Do you like the acting the most out of that movie? Yes. Is everything else more of just more like, oh, it's a good movie, but the acting was incredible. The acting and the script is very, it's, it's uh, that, that's actually just a very good movie. Because I would, because I saw oh, yeah. it, because we were, I was like, we never saw Go Hunt, I mean, uh, as, as good as, as it gets. gets and everything else was like, oh, okay. It, I never really, I, I don't know. I never saw this movie, so I can't speak on it. But I was like, as good as it gets, only one best actress, best actor. So I'm like, I wonder if it was one of those movies that was like, the acting was incredible. Everything else. Well, nominated. I've We're not going to give it. I've seen a lot of Jack Nicholson's Oscar-nominated performances, and the only one I didn't understand is uh, uh, the one with Shirley MacLaine and her daughter. And I am completely blanking on this movie. Hold on, I have it. Give up here. my Wait. daughter the medicine. No, no, it's for, it's old. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through his filmography. Really um, is it called "Give My Daughter the Medicine"? No, no, this is a oh. lie. Deborah Winger is in terms it. of endearment. Thank you. Oh, he's terms in that? of endearment. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. He was the. I was like, he literally did nothing in that movie, and that movie was all about Deborah Winger and uh, uh, what's her face? Shirley MacLaine. Thank you. Oh, okay. So, so it was like a, it was. It was like an act, like a thing, like one of like the acting was incredible. Yeah, that movie was incredible, except for it was it like one of those ones where it's like he just got nominated because he's Jack Nicholson, which is like yeah. my argument, which happened with Kathy Bates being nominated for Richard Jewell, and she beat out someone that we've talked about him multiple times. It happens like, all the time. No, but like, like I remember that one. I just remember more poignant because there was someone who missed out that we were all really pissed about and i was just like kathy bates did not deserve this nomination i know exactly what you're talking about. i, just can't I cannot the remember who it was i got snubbed wait i'm gonna jennifer lopez yes oh hustler. my god it was hustlers yes oh yes, my yes, god yes. and we come back full circle to jennifer lopez oh, oh my god my god i think there's no more words i think we should just move on with the podcast i do want to say really quick before we move on i feel like this that movie is so funny that is really funny <laughs> oh that got me actually angry because i remember i was so upset that she didn't get nominated she was, it's one of those things where it was, I just, and I watched her documentary and she was so upset. It's one of those so things where it was like, she was the biggest snub and she was like, well, you know what? I'll take that prize that I was the biggest snub of the year. And I was like, cause no, I think someone, you deserve more than that. Jennifer no, cause Lopez. I think like Jennifer Aniston said that once or like when, like, like when she was, when she cake. got snubbed for cake and people were like, oh my God, I can't believe she's like, you know what? I'll take it as the biggest snub of the year. Like if I couldn't get it, that's the next best thing. Like people just recognizing that. Like, like she was so good that how can you not give her that? Yeah. But I will say this movie I was watching like towards the beginning when it was kind of slow. This movie does, this movie does very well where not a lot's happening, but yet everything's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that I was watching. I was like, I feel like usually I'd be like, this is a slow movie, but yet I'm like, I'm entranced. I don't know. I just also wanted to add another reason why I love Goodwill Hunting. It is chock full of dialogue, and I love a good dialogue movie. I just had to give that a shout out because I can't let it. I can't let a movie chock full of dialogue go unnoticed without giving my appreciation so 
We're moving on to win, lose, drink. Win, lose, drink. The game is win, lose, drink. Who has blue? Kelly. Okay, here you go. This is the rules. I'm going to give you Jimmy. You now have a partner again. Uh, Jimmy did not do well without without Kelly last week. Um, <laughs> I don't think I would have done well either. Th- this is how you play the game. I give you three questions with three multiple choice answers. Whoever's the first one to answer or buzz uh, gets the gets the guess. If they win, they win. If you're playing at home, play along. Uh, number one, which is not a famous line from this movie? How you like them apples? You have me at hello. Son of a bitch, you stole my line. Go. Jimmy. You what? had me at hello. Correct. Sorry, I heard you both, and I was like, who did I hear first? I heard one first. Uh, number two, what school did Matt Damon work at in the movie? MIT, Harvard, or Boston College? Go. Oh, I thought it was you. Okay, well, I'm going to say MIT. <laughs> Correct. Who? I'm calling the police. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure I beat you the first time. Number three, third and final question. It's a tie. Who painted the watercolor in Sean's office of a man in a rowboat amid turbulent waters? A, Ben Affleck. B, Matt Damon. Or C, Gus Van Sant. Well, I was going to say go, so you're both empty. Go. Kelly. Gus Van Sant. Correct. Kelly wins the whole game. I think we should start having alcohol during these games, and you just take a shot if you lose. So next week, that's what happens. Okay. Let's move on. Let's go to MVP, LVP. Let's finish out the episode strong. What was your most valuable player, Jimmy? Fee writing. Kelly. The writing. Mine is the writing as well. Jimmy, what is your least valuable player? Stellan Skarsgård. Okay. I'm just going to say Casey Affleck because I felt bad for him. Okay. (laughs) Kelly, he got the front seat. He was not motion motion sickened anymore. I know, but when he wanted his... Ben Affleck's house. But when he wanted the burger, they were being so mean to him. And they're like, you can do it in installment plans. That made me want a burger. Uh, mine is that weird fight scene in the basketball court. You know what that thing means? It means ratings. I will give it a 10. Kelly? Eight and a half. Nine. That comes to? 9.2. Ooh, we're almost 10 points, or one point, I guess, over their 8.3. Jimmy, the time has come to give yourself, not yourself, but to give all of us your Jimmy Clues. Your Blues Clues. Jimmy um, Clues. It stars... Why can't your name be like something with a B? I feel like that would flow off the top. It, Ben's Clues. Okay. It stars the star of a dying franchise. Okay. Big Little Lies. Are told in this movie. Are told in this movie. And it's foreign. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like we practiced that. It did not go according to plan. I didn't like that first one when we practiced it, so I had to change up a bit. Yeah, but you know you're not good at improv. I think you're never good at improv. But that okay, that Once, was no one will ever get milk. <laughs> uh, that was number eighty two, Goodwill Hunting. Hope you enjoyed it. Tell us what you thought of that move this movie, and we will see you next week for the movie starring a dying No, the good. movies the just starring the star of a dying movie He's franchise. Technically not the starring star, the though. star? The movie we're watching <laughs> stars one of the stars of a dying movie franchise. Okay. Let us know if you can figure out that clue. We will see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media, at Pop Poor Review. 
Click around www.poppoorreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.